Welcome to the Blackcast, Blackcast 163. And you know what? Nothing is going to stop us now. I'm Christian Blatt on Twitter at ChristianDMZ. Once again, in the Tomorrow Show studios, joined by my pal Ashley Daniels on Twitter at Ashley Daniels. Hi, guys. And I'm happy in, to be here. In the booth, Jared Gilkerson Ooh. at Gilkerson Radio. Now, why are we starting with the amazing video from Mannequin? Nothing's going to stop us now. It's awesome. Uh, this is one of my favorite songs, First actually. of all, it's an amazing song, and it's a great video where we have the clips, obviously, of Andrew McCarthy and young Kim Cattrall, very young Kim Cattrall, and, you know, intercut with Mickey Hart and Grace Slick of the band Starship interacting, and I think just America needs to listen and see this song more. I think it needs to be a hit again. It, it was a hit the first time, and it, it needs to come back around. And by the way, uh, you will be able to watch this episode that uh, you're listening to right now. You'll be able to, for a limited time, you'll be able to click a link at blackcast.com. So uh, make sure you look for that. So you'll be able to see the video. You'll be able to see us, be able to see the fancy studio. But the reason why we're starting off with this song and the accompanying video is that uh, the previous Blackcast on Monday, I talked about my wife's cousin's wedding their first dance was to this song and they didn't just come out and dance to this song that's so cute courtney stood there and didn't move like she was a mannequin and ben came walked by and was startled when she moved it was amazing and i may have been the only person who got it my wife didn't get it and uh, nobody at our table got it all age-appropriate people who should have gotten it and I was outraged because I was so proud. I'm like, what a great first dance. I was so proud of them. They did a great job to reenact a priceless moment from one of the greatest films of the 80s, Mannequin. Not to be confused, Mannequin 2 on the move. No. Now, they should have gotten Meshach Taylor to uh, do a cameo. And the only way to describe him is, oh, the gay black guy from Mannequin. That's who he is. Great guy. I believe he's uh, passed on. But uh, he makes those movies, both of them. Now, Ashley, yes. before we started, you have a fondness for this song. Nothing's going to stop us now. Yeah, I do. I just It's just something that was always played in my house. It was so always on the up, radio. You'd always hear it. I would always hear it. Yeah. So you didn't dream of one day being a mannequin that came to life and fell in love with Andrew McCarthy? No, I didn't dream of being a mannequin. No. No. It was just the song. It's actually, I had no, I never had any correlation to it for the movie. It right. was just the song. I actually never saw the movie. So my right. love for it's just like, it's a great friggin' song. It's an amazing song. You and know? the accompanying video the is great. I loved when videos for movies would recreate scenes from the movie. Not take scenes out of the movie, which it does that too. Right. But the fact that Grace Slick is a mannequin in this video, it's great. I love every part of that. And we need more from bands like this. And, by the way, fans of the Dennis Miller, so, Miller Show are probably stunned that I've played this song for this long, that I've referred to this band, and at no time have I pointed out to anyone listening at home that they should be ready to know that, of course, this is Starship. Thank you. The, the, the fade down wasn't great on Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now. It was but you, terrible. No, but you, <laughs> you pulled the trigger, and for a bit that's gone on for... Almost nine years now. I'm glad we're able to keep it alive here on the Blackcast. 
And who knew that we were going to get so much Starship here in the first couple minutes, but um, we're doing it right now because this is our second Starship song here. But don't worry. We're not going to move on to Sarah or even some Jefferson Starship songs or Jefferson Airplane, White Rabbit. None of that. We're just... We'll fade down now out of Built This City. But uh, I wanted to share that because that first dance, Ashley and Jared and all of our listeners at home and across this great wide world, I thought that was a great first dance. Now, to pat myself on the back, for those watching on video, literally patting myself on the back. See the things you're missing by just listening to the audio. You can get the video for a limited time at blackcast.com. So... I would have to give myself that pat on the back because my first dance was a little bit better than that. Your first dance for your for wedding, the wedding is better than that. Better than that. Mm, I wa- Gosh, I wonder what it is. Well, that's why I will tell you. Uh, my wife and I, we had a real song that was our song. But before our real song started, uh, we had a wedding band. So that made this pretty easy oh. to do. Uh, I, I was like, I don't care about anything. I just want a wedding band. So we came out and... We started dancing to, you know, the song Tequila? The. Na, 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 na. Oh my God, Pee Wee Herman? We, we came out and we did the. We did the Pee Wee Herman Big Shoe Dance. And we rehearsed it. We had people staying with us in the days leading up to the wedding. So we had to go in our apartment at the time. There was a gym downstairs. Like 11 o'clock in the mo- at night, everybody's there. We're like, yeah, we got to go downstairs. So they, of course, thought we were fighting. But <laughs> so we went down and we just cranked tequila and not the way that, you know, I cranked tequila in college, but we just cranked up the music oh and we God. rehearsed the song so that we could be just like Pee Wee. So, you know, look, nothing's going to stop us now. That was great. But it's not the big shoe dance. And, you know, it's on me for not actually telling Jared that, you know, I was going to get to this. But you can hear it right now. And for those watching, I assume you'll be able to see Mr. Herman on the bar. And, I mean, these are some great moves that Pee Wee has. For anybody that's seen the movie, you don't need to be able to look at it right now to know. Yeah. Nobody danced the way that Pee Wee Herman does. The shoes are great, too. (laughs) They were. They were fabulous. We did not have the shoes. Anyway, so we did it. And we got up to the point where we sort of like dance towards each other and then it went into our real song which was uh it had to buy had to be you by harry connick jr specifically the harry connick jr version uh that was just you know it was like more of an inside joke it's a sweet song it's a great like first dance song but uh my wife would talk during her sleep and hum during her sleep and randomly in the middle of the night once she just hummed that song and i talked to her about it the next she had no recollection so that became our wedding song so that's our one-two punch the big shoe dance from tequila it had to be you but um oh, if only i'd thought of the mannequin thing you know so anybody listening they're not gonna know that you took it from someone else you know neither of you guys are married yet you could realistically do the opening for mannequin as your first dance either one of you yeah. but uh you know i don't know if only i could bring back the perm <laughs> Wouldn't well, you should bring back the perm for so many reasons. So. I should, yeah, and also shouldn't. <laughs> also shouldn't. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what's what's with all the perm hating over there from inside the booth, Jared? Did you ever have a perm? Like, what were some horrible eighties haircuts you had back? Um, in the I had my hair spiked at one <gasps> point, um, and it never looked the way it was supposed to. It, it just was like up. It, I did not look like a Japanese anime character where their spiky hair is like perfectly spiked. It, um, it looked like I kind of slept on it. You know, this was like in middle school. And then by 
the end of you know like junior high age i was like all right i, I gotta stop that and then i didn't really have anything and then like when i was in high school it was like very sort of the the grungy look so i was like all right i'll just you know wear my dad's flannel shirt and i'll be lucky if i wash my hair much less style it but uh what about you jared uh, did you have a perm no perm but i i uh when i was a kid visiting my uh my great grandmother in the uh, nursing home she mistaken my brother and i for girls uh, <laughs> that's amazing Oh, yeah, that. it was a sad moment. Uh, we had the spiked mullets. Oh. So, like, with the spike in the front and the party in the back. And she was like, who are the two girls? And I'm like, I think I should rethink this rethink style. Rethink that. But, yes. you know, look, that's that's Ohio and what, the, the early 90s, mid-90s, somewhere in that range, right? Yeah, so, early 90s, yeah. So that, you know, look, everybody was partying in the back at that point in, in the Buckeye State, weren't they? Yeah, and uh, hopefully it never makes a comeback. I don't know. I don't think we want to see we'll, that. We'll uh, push for it right now. Hashtag bring back the mullet. Uh, <laughs> Ashley, any uh, hairstyling disasters in your in your history? Uh, okay, yes. Not 80s ones. No, no, no. Um, just in general. Yes. I sunned my hair. Do you oh, know, no. Do you ever sun I know what it is, yeah. Yeah. I my, my One of my friends had really light hair, like light, light brown hair, so she did it in it. It looked amazing. She had like this sun-kissed glow, like it had like a, a really pretty sheen to it. So sure. I did it, and I start I start spraying it, and nothing's happening. Now, mind you, I'm half Armenian, half Italian, so yeah. I have very dark hair. Very dark hair. So I see no results, and I'm like, this is weird. And it says like blow dry after on the bottle. Uh, blow drying, blow drying. Uh-oh. I keep going and going and going. <laughs> I use the whole bottle. My hair is as orange as I mean, it was like as, a carrot. It was as, like a carrot, as like a can of sunkissed uh, it was soda. So bad, but it was so smooth and so amazingly like it just looked glowing. It was, but it was glowing in a really <laughs> bright orange it, way. It was growing in the way like you'd been exposed to radiation. Exactly. I and had what to age skip was school this? And go to get my hair dyed the next day. I was twelve, maybe. So. How do you? What do you do? Do you shave your head to just get rid no, of it? No, they dyed my whole head with a bottle. They dyed it back oh. black again, and and then from there, I just always did really crazy things with my hair, like color wise. I always colored it. So, but now you're just you're just keeping it real, I as they say. I haven't colored it in like seven years because I'm like, I can't, I can't do that anymore. No, you don't. It's not good for your hair. Come it's on, it's not. You know, exactly. I mean, if you look at people who dye their hair their whole lives, you just start to look at it at some point, and you go. What exactly is that on their head? Exactly, you know, it looks like a, it looks like a broom. Anyway, it does. We, we've had some fun, just uh, you know, playing some music, talking about hairstyles. Uh, we'll get to some news in a moment, but uh, since we are here on the set of the Tomorrow Show, it's worth mentioning again that the Tomorrow Show will premiere Monday, March fourteenth, at thetomorrowshow.com at ten p.m. Eastern, seven Pacific. And you'll also be able to download it after the fact, iTunes, all the places where you expect to find shows these days. And it'll be Mondays and Thursdays, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, not with us today is uh, our friend uh, Roxy Stryer, who was with us on Monday. I'm glad you threw in uh, today, because it just sounded like a eulogy or something. No, yeah, she is She is with us in the in the sense that she is on she's the planet. She's with us in spirit. She's, yeah, she's with us in spirit. She's, she's with us, you know, about 15 miles away, working diligently. Uh, with us on the other side of the country, the captain of our tomorrow, Kevin Undergaro, who uh, had an, a, an amazing appearance on Howard Stern today, because today's Wednesday. So, uh, you know, I hope everybody caught that who has Sirius XM. But anyway, so we're just here kind of, you know, 
kicking the tires, lighting the fires, breaking in the studio a little bit. Yes. Playing with the cameras. Periscoping a little bit. Periscope I periscoped you a little bit. Hope you don't mind. Oh, no, I appreciate being okay. periscoped. Okay, cool. Now, is, your Periscope is also at Ashley Daniels? Yes, it Everything's is. Ashley Daniels except Instagram. Except Instagram because Miss, Ashley Daniels where is, won't give me. Where is this bitch? I don't know, but she's got Ashley like eight followers, and I have offered her money. and She won't even respond. She won't even respond. What a bitch. My friend uh, Will, who I talked about a couple times uh, on Monday, he is on Twitter at Will Sterling underscore. There is an at Will Sterling. The guy hasn't tweeted since like 2009. So no, he can so get his Twitter back. He can. He can. Yes. All right. Well, yeah, I got mine. I, I stole Ashley Daniels from that same Ashley Daniels because she hadn't you tweeted since do, 2005. But or you something. can't do it with Instagram. Instagram. Instagram, you can, but she's active on it apparently because mm. we checked in. She's active. This this is annoying. What so a jerk. Let's appeal to the other Ashley Daniels. Ugh. Come on. Why don't you just trade? She can be Miss Ashley Daniels, and then you get to be Ashley Daniels, so you can have the consistency. I offered her that, too, plus money. Plus money? Yeah, and I said, like, give me a – throw a number out there. How much cake? Like – Yeah, <laughs> I'll bake a few cakes. <laughs> How about a lap dance from Jared Gilkerson? I, I mean, she would say yes sure. in a second. Your girlfriend would have a problem with that, Jared, or she would understand it was for a good cause? Good cause. <laughs> hey, oh, that's I all I we I love need. your girlfriend. I can't wait. Your girlfriend, she teaches something, right? Doesn't she, like – Kick people's asses doing Yeah, we that. talked about that on Monday. Yeah. That she's is she a her. double black belt? Yes, double black belt, Krav, yeah. Krav Maga. It's 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 you know Israeli defense stuff. So uh, none of that. Alpha. Does she work for the Mossad? What is? <laughs> why does she have the? Uh, why does she have the Krav Maga? Uh, I, years ago, she just wanted to learn, you know, how to yeah. defend herself, you know, and uh, it's actually kind of badass and cool. So when we go out at night, I feel very protected. You should. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Take the alley. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's like, ah, we'll just park in this on this bad, badly lit street, <laughs> you know, with loitering homeless people. But anyway. And it is National Women's Day, too, then we thought. Well, we Tuesday about. was National Women's Day. I thought it was today. Well, today's Wednesday, so yesterday was Tuesday. Yeah. So yesterday was National Women's Day. Oh, my Women's bad. Day. It's trending today. It, it, it was, it's still trending because you know what? This is just. Every day. Yeah, I was going to say, this is just a very cheesy appeal to everyone. Every day should be National Women's Day. Yes. And I used the bell today because uh, I forgot to take it out on Monday. But anyway. A big bell, by the way. This was a gift from uh, one of the uh, longest, most diehard listeners of the Black Cast, Matt and Casey. He sent it to us for our 100th episode, which was a little bit over a year ago. It's engraved. It says Black Cast 100 <laughs> because I use, we used to use the studio that, you know, in the morning we would do the Dennis Miller show at night. Loveline would use it, uh, Dr. Drew. And they would have bells around. So I just started using the bells that they left there. That's the reason that I used a bell on the Dennis Miller show and on the podcast because it would just be in there. But then Loveline moved, and I was like, well, I don't have a bell anymore. But then, boom, Matt and KC, our friend, sends us this. It wobbles now. So, it, you know, it's, it's you not. you kicked it yesterday. I kicked it yesterday. Yeah, it worked fine. You know, and here's what the bell says when people notice it's a little beat up. It just says it fell. You know, I didn't hit it. Nothing happened. Right. Anyway. On that note, let's uh, talk about a little news. There was a, a big story uh, earlier this week and really heading into that week, which was Aaron Andrews, who, as a lot of people know, there was a, this creepy guy who got the hotel room next to her, drilled a hole in it, and filmed her uh, getting, getting dressed, getting into and out of the shower. And apparently he you know, only did it because he needed the money, and that was supposed to make people feel sorry for him. But, Ashley, what did the jury decide in that trial? Well, 
what they decided isn't actually what she's going to end up making. Of course not. Yeah. Uh, but they did rule in favor of her, uh, and she she was originally asking for seventy five million. Sure. She got a measly fifty five million. Oh I don't know how she's going to survive on that. Uh, Twenty. Eight million is going to be coming from Michael Barrett, the perverted man who took the uh, video of her. Who, but she will not look, see a dime. Who of that. looks like a guy who has twenty-eight million dollars? Totally. Yeah, he's totally. definitely because that's why he needed to film her naked and try and sell it. Yeah, because exactly. he had twenty-eight million dollars. But he's like, I really want thirty-eight million dollars. So let me see if I can get some more. Exactly. So she won't see that. And then Marriott's responsible for the other twenty-seven million. Um, but. I- well, Marriott should be held responsible to totally. some extent because, by all accounts, this guy either – I can't remember if he walked up to the desk or if he called. He wanted the room next to Aaron Andrews. He called. Yeah, he called, and they gave him the room next to someone who's famous. And look, this isn't – sure, it's not Tom Cruise's room. You know, It's not the most famous person on earth, but she's a well-known – You know, in the world of sideline reporters, especially at this time, she was kind of the Tom, Tom Cruise of sideline reporters. You know, so she was probably the most sought after person for creepy people looking for nude photos on the Internet. So obviously they should have been somewhat guarded with that information, but they weren't. And uh, I think that it's fair that they should have to pay something. And, you know, these amounts are always so inflated because, you know, they got to get something and they're not going to get. She's not going to get $55 million. No. But as a woman, Ashley, uh, how, do you, how do you feel about this verdict, the, the, the ruling? Not how much money she'll actually okay. get, but do you feel that justice has been served in terms of the actual ruling? Absolutely. I, if this was a case where, they did that, where the Marriott did not give the information to this man, Michael, and, tell, and they didn't tell him, hey, like, this is where she's staying. She's staying in Rome, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah we'll, then it may have been a little different because I just think it'd all be in the hands of Michael Barrett and the Marriott actually didn't do anything. The fact that the Marriott did say where she was staying, then put her in that room, and then talked about it, and that waitress, there was a waitress that overheard them like looking at the video and laughing. That, to me, is... They deserve... Yeah. No, it's not like he, you know, slipped like a couple hundred bucks to the guy at the desk and said, put me in this room. He called ahead and planned it out, and, you know, they, they just put him in that room... And they should be held accountable. And it's good that, you know, at least the message is out there. If you are a creepy guy, get caught, that uh, bad things can happen to you. It could have been so much worse. This guy could have, he could have followed her into a room. Who knows? I mean, yeah. she's so lucky that it didn't happen, that nothing else did happen yeah. to her physically. Yeah, I mean, you know, there was this video on the internet, which, you know, obviously it's very, you know, emotionally it's a problem for her. She's talked about that. But... You know, physically nothing happened. But, yeah, being able to drill through a room in, in a, hotel, you know, a hotel room, there's a lot of things that could have happened. She could no, no longer be alive, basically. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they still needed to be punished. And uh, I don't know. I'm glad. Uh, I always liked Erin Andrews. I, I uh, felt like that, you know, she, was, she, has a, she had a very girl-next-door quality um, and not, having nothing to do with this case. My wife never liked her. Because uh, she, as soon as she found out that Aaron Andrews dated David Wright from the New York Mets, who uh, my wife has always been partial to, there was, after they dated, there, they were, uh, she was doing like a sideline report, you know, talking to him, and he like winked at her at the end. David Wright winked at Aaron Andrews, and she was so mad. So she just couldn't like her, 
But now it's been a few years, the advent of high def TV. She probably just feels bad for her because, you know, now she, she's not what she, she, her brand is not what it once was. So she's doing well. She's on Fox Sports now. But, uh, you know, the, in, in that industry, I don't know, I don't know how many more years she has. Jared, what do you think? How many more years of Aaron Andrews on camera do we have? Plenty. You think so? Plenty. Uh, now, especially in today's society, you know, it's it, she's gonna have plenty because there's tons of older women still on TV. You got like Linda Cohn still on uh, ESPN. That's a good point. Yeah. And once you're kind of you're kind of grandmothered into the industry, so uh, I think she's got plenty of time. A couple. I think she's got a couple decades if she wants if she wants to because she's very good, like very good on the sidelines. She also has so many endorsements that she's that's that true. She's made. I mean, she's made probably most of her money on the endorsements alone. There's so many huge companies that work with her. So I see her being around for a, lo- a lot longer. Yeah, no, that's true. She'll be around for a while. I, I yeah. think that, you know, when you're an actual athlete, you know, you're, you're playing days, your best days are behind you at some point, but you play out the string, as they say. But, you know, you're right. She'll probably be around for a while. And also, you know, it's the, the simple fact that she still ha- is very likable. She, she has a pretty face. She does know what she's talking about, as Jared mentioned, which is not the case for uh, some of the uh, women that are you know, there on, on, the, on the sidelines or the, just the reporters. Uh, it's great when they do know what they're talking about because then it's like, oh, I'm not just here because I'm pretty. But then when you see the ones who are there only because they're pretty, it's very disappointing because you're like, well, you're kind of undoing any good work that the Aaron Andrews of the world did. So anyway... So there's that, and what I was going to say is obviously the the whole uh, peephole spy camera incident was very upsetting to her, but does she get on Dancing with the Stars before that happens? Does she get all the endorsements before that? I don't know. It may have been good for her career, but it seems like it was really upsetting to her, so maybe it wasn't worth it, but at the same time, the brand is doing better than I said, even though I'm contradicting what I said a couple of minutes ago. The brand's, the brand's got life. You guys have turned me around. I've changed my thoughts on, on the Aaron Andrews issue. Anyway, uh, another big story right now is... Oh, my God. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Jared just put it up on the screen. Oh. And uh, you are much more familiar in the world of the Kardashians <laughs> yes. than I am. But uh, talk a little bit about this very specific photo. Yes. Kim likes the periodic... Kim Kardashian, of course, we're talking about. Periodically likes to break the internet as they say yes so talk about this latest round and then we'll get to some of the criticism of the picture sure okay so kim kardashian shared a nude selfie with her 62.7 million instagram followers and 45 41.4 million twitter followers on sunday night and i was following all of this live i'm a huge i just love the kardashians i'll say that from the very beginning i think they're amazing at everything they do and they're so hardworking. and i'm I definitely, I thought it was shocking, but But at, at the same point, time, it's a nude photo, but she's the one who, uh, not blurred out, but she put those black bars in. Yeah. Let's say the in the, the money shot areas. There's two spots where there are black bars. So she didn't have to do that. Or I don't know, actually. Can you f- post nude photos on Instagram? I actually don't know the answer. I would be taken down. Yeah, so there you go. So she kind of had to do it. But at the same time, you know what? It's like, all right, let me let me make the smallest bars that I possibly can. Right. Yeah. And it was a throwback. This is actually a photo that was taken last year when she was 25, 25 pounds uh, lighter. Right. So pre, she took the picture. Weight. Yeah. And after she shared this selfie, <laughs> Chloe Grace Moretz, who's an actress, Bette Midler, we all know who Bette Midler sure. is, and Piers Morgan 
either criticized or had something that they wanted to say back to her regarding this this nude selfie. Um, basically, let me see if I and can Chloe find the actual is uh, she was best known to probably listeners of the Black Cast as as Hit Girl in the uh, Kick Ass movies. Uh, she was great in those, and she was also in the remake of Carrie, which I love the original of Carrie so much I did not see the remake of Carrie. But uh, she's, uh, I've seen her in a bunch of things. She's a great actress. And she's uh, on the younger side. I don't know if she's like 20. You know, she started acting when she was in her early teens. Mm-hmm. But uh, so she made some comments basically about, you know, the, being a role model for women, that this isn't the way to do it. That's what she said essentially, right, Exactly, Ashley? yeah. I was going to get the exact tweets sure. too. But basically – yeah, Bette Midler was saying something to her about, you know, why, do you, why don't you have clothes on, basically? Yeah. Piers Morgan was like, why can't you afford clothes? And Chloe, Chloe Grace was like, just like you said, just can't yeah. you just inspire girls to be, you know, to be great leaders of, right. of today? And why do you have to show them that their bo- showing their bodies is most important? And she was not, she made it clear, Chloe especially made it clear that she wasn't Shaming. Yeah, because that was the ba- the backlash against Chloe exactly. and not Chloe Kardashian, no. Chloe Grace Moretz, was that you slut shamed her, and um, I guess that happens a lot. Yeah, yeah, it does. But in this case, she she really says she was not doing it. Yeah. Um, and and the funniest part of all of this was yeah. that everybody thought Kanye took over Kim's Twitter because <laughs> it it sounded like him. Sure. She doesn't usually talk like that. But here's some of the things. So so. Bette Midler said to to Kim, um, you know, Kim Kardashian, I never tried. She says now, she says, I never tried to fake friend you. Right. Looks like anyone can take a selfie, but not everyone can take a joke. Um, and the original thing she said was, Kim Kardashian tweeted a nude selfie today. If Kim wants us to see a part of her we've never seen, she's going to have to swallow the camera. And so then Kim <laughs> fired back saying, you sent me a gift. Are you trying to be like a fake friend, basically? Yeah. And Chloe, uh, so Chloe said all the stuff to Kim about being a leader. And then Kim writes back, Let's all welcome Chloe G. Moretz to Twitter <laughs> since no one knows who she is. Your nylon cover is cute, boo. I didn't really understand that part. Well, I read a story about it. I guess, you know, she had kind of a racy photo shoot, you know, herself. Not, Kim did. No, uh, oh, Chloe, uh, Chloe did. did. Oh. So I guess that that's what the nylon reference is. Oh. It's not something I understood, but then. You know, doing my, my due diligence because uh, show prep is my life. I was reading a little bit about this story uh, yeah. before we went. Well, we didn't go on the air, but before we started recording. And I just wanted to make sure I understood all of it. And, yeah, so she did. So basically she's saying you're kind of being a hypocrite. Now, you know, Chloe's obviously not naked because it's the cover of a magazine. But it's kind of the same idea of, like, this is a sexy picture of me. It's not like you don't take sexy pictures. And, you know, maybe you should also think about being a role model to women. And uh, so – and then the thing about Piers Morgan, though, he just has – he has so many bugs up his ass (laughs) that he must have two asses because everything – he's in an outrage over everything. You remember – at, at first, he was complaining about the Oscars, and then he was in favor of the Oscars. And it's just like, how many times can I get people to talk about me, Piers Morgan? You know, he doesn't have his CNN show, and he got fired from the newspaper he was the editor of in England because he tapped celebrities' phones. So, you know, I guess I should say allegedly because you never know when things haven't been proven in a court of law. But, you know, he's not a great guy, but he manages to kind of latch on to so many stories, Piers Morgan. Yeah. Did she even respond to him? She did. She says, hey, Piers Morgan, never offer to buy a married woman clothes. That's on some Ashley Madison type shit. Hashtag for research. 
for research. And, yeah, and, and then uh, she did say the best one was this is like the best comment just back to everybody who's hating. Sorry I'm late to the party, guys. I was busy cashing my 80 million video game check and transferring 53 million into our joint account. And then, like, lots of, like, money emoji. Right. Now, that's the sort of thing that some people get annoyed about is when, you know, people flaunt their money. But she was kind of put in a situation of can't you afford clothes? No, I can't. But now, if she has that much money, why does Kanye keep asking people for Why does Kanye need money from, uh, from Mark Zuckerberg? I don't think he actually needs it. I think he just thinks that he should, like, you know, fund some idea that he has. It's not like Kanye needs the money. Is that what it I is? Think, I think it's more that he was trying to say, in his own way, he was trying to say, I invested $53 million into my own career. Like, that's yeah. how hard I worked in my life. And so, in a sense, he's kind of in debt, $53 million. I think he was just kidding. I, I can't imagine him really being serious asking anybody for money when his wife is one of the richest women in the yeah, world. Yeah, and, and, you know, so he's done okay for himself, he's too. He's done really yeah. well. So yeah. it's just like the whole that whole thing, and I know that's not what we're planning to talk about, but it, just, it still baffles me. And Kanye's definitely quieted down a little bit the last few weeks. There was a lot of – every night Kanye had you know was up too late tweeting, getting in a fight with somebody, and uh, it seems like it's been dialed back a little bit. Do you think that uh, – Kim or maybe somebody from the the Kardashian empire was like, hey, come on. This is bad for your brand, bad for our brand. Let's uh, take it down a notch. I don't know. I feel like it sounded like him in her tweet. Yeah, the tweet. But she says, wait, I can't believe people thought Kanye or Chloe hacked my Twitter. I swear I'm funny, too. Yeah. I I don't know. I I believe her, but it's interesting because I feel like he was over her shoulder, at least next to her, helping her out because she's a really sweet girl, and I I feel like He's more of the fighter out of the two of them. Now, in uh, in we established on Monday that uh, you do a lot of uh, red carpet work for uh, After Buzz TV. Mm-hmm. Have you run into many all the Kardashians? Have you at least gotten to talk to them in those settings? Or no. you know, you know, so you you don't actually know them. You just like no. them from afar. I just That's like interesting. I know. I like it. It's more interesting to me that you don't know them. You just like them from a distance. Well, you know? I know. I don't want to give too much information, sure, that's but like right. I know that like my boyfriend's company works with them, and okay, they're such great people. Yeah, and obviously, Maria and Kevin are really, really close yes. to the Kardashians, so I've heard so many great, yeah. so many great things about all. of We're them. We're talking about uh, Kevin Undergaro, who is yeah. the host of the Tomorrow Show, and uh, his lovely girlfriend of many years, uh, Maria Menounos. Yes. So, yes, they are friends there. It's uh, kind of funny that we're all forgetting that she got famous from a sex tape, and now all these like these celebrities that are coming out and speaking out are like, well, she shouldn't be nude. Well, I think that that's <laughs> what Bette Midler was saying. It's like, you know, okay, Kim, we've seen it. If we want to, you know, if there's anything you want to show us we haven't seen before, you have to swallow the camera. Because, yeah, it really did start from that sex tape, which, you know, the name Kardashian, as we're seeing on the FX series about the O.J. Simpson trial. <laughs> that's your uncle juice anyway that's don't get me started like there were like three episodes in a row where i i harped on uncle juice uh anyway so the name kardashian came into the uh public lexicon from robert kardashian their father played by ross from friends i know the actor has a name i know he's david Schwimmer. but anyway ross from friends kind of moves through the episode saying uncle juice but anyway, so we knew the name, and then, you know, you start, and I guess she was best friends with Paris Hilton at that time, mm-hmm. and, you know, right. Paris kind of went an extra level when there was the One Night in Paris video, and it looks like a, a good uh, blueprint for uh, Kim to have followed, and that's how we got to know her. And uh, I believe that uh, our friend in the booth at Gilkerson Radio, Mr. Jared Gilkerson, has now found the video of 
David Schwimmer saying juice on the people versus OJ Simpson American crime story. So let's give a listen. And for those watching at blackcast.com, you can actually see the clip. So let's just sit back and listen to David Schwimmer saying juice many times in the series. When Chris and I broke up, the juice was there for me every night. It's like he's not really the juice anymore. We gotta get you dressed, juice. Juice, juice, a will? Juice, juice, juice. Come on, juice. Juice! Juice. This is all the first episode. Juice, it's AC. Juice! AC's here! Juice, I heard juice, it's on every channel. You know I feel the same, juice. You're gonna tell them yourself, juice, juice. Family's here, Juice. She's on the house phone waiting to talk to you, Juice. Juice. Okay, Juice. Okay, Juice. We're good to go. You're home, Juice. You know Uncle Juice, and your Uncle Juice, your Uncle Juice is a good man. Uncle Juice. That's my favorite one. Is Uncle Juice is a good man. Juice. Just hear him out, Juice. He's right, Juice. Listen, Juice. Juice, Juice. This is your life. Juice, Juice. I haven't seen the latest episodes. Juice. Well, it's going to be a spoiler that he calls him Juice at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Ashley. Oh, I don't care. And now they're using the theme from the police squad. That's great. Yeah, that that was some nice work, Jared. I knew that that video was out there. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty up to date. I think that's up through the episode that aired last Tuesday. So there was the one that was on this week that uh, is not included. But that's uh, that's pretty good. And I'm finding that show interesting, but at the same time, it's it's a little over-dramatized. And we should have talked about it yesterday because I know uh, Roxy is watching it, not knowing that much about the trial, and she's kind of learning things from it. Yeah, and when you here. learn from that trial, when you learn from the uh, TV series, you're learning things that didn't really happen because, you know, it's much more dramatic to, you know, things that happen. You didn't see that episode, so I won't talk yeah. about it. But, you know, there's things that happen that you're just like, I, I, I kind of doubt it happened that way. So, yeah. but but you didn't know that much about it, Ashley. I the, didn't. The OJ trial. No, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I don't remember any about anything about it, other yeah. than one time I saw it on the news, like when I was walking by the TV. Right. And yeah. It was glued to the TV. Um, but I have a question for you, going back yes. to what you just mentioned. Um, we know there's a lot of celebrities. Jared, you can answer this too. I'm curious for your thoughts. There are a lot of celebrities that have started out. Or maybe they're not even cele- like A-list celebrities. We're just talking people that we kind of heard of because they did a sex tape. Yeah, absolutely. Which one of those, other than Kim Kardashian, has not had just a 15 minutes of fame and actually has made that into an empire? Can we yeah. think of anybody else? No, I mean, because Paris Hilton, it kind of helped her yeah. you know, achieve another level, but she was already very well known at exactly. that point. And, I mean, I think she already had the Fox show even. the Was that called The Simple Life? Simple Life with Nicole Richie. Yeah, so, you know, it it definitely helped her, but in a way that she didn't need that much help. But other than Kim Kardashian, where you maybe heard her last name because of her dad, you didn't know her in general. And I can't think of another one. You know, there are people who, you know, try to go from one thing for another. We've talked a lot on both the Tomorrow Show, the test shows that we've done, and also on the Black Cast, about Teen Mom Farrah Abraham. So she decided to get into the, the sex tape business, and that didn't really help. So then she just went full-fledged porn, you know. So, yeah, it's a great question. I don't know anyone else. Jared, can you think of anyone who their, their sex tape, quote-unquote, leaked? You know, the, I guess the, the most famous sex tape before any of those was the Pam Anderson-Tommy Lee sex tape. And I don't understand why they would have leaked that, I, you know, other than the fact that you know, Tommy Lee could make sure everybody knew that he was hung like Donald Trump. 
call back to Monday. Uh, but other than that, I don't know why he would have leaked that. So, you know, that one I feel like was actually taken from them. But some of these other ones where they, quote, unquote, I'm using air quotes on camera, quote, unquote, accidentally get leaked. Can you think of one, Jared? No, I mean, she's the one that's made, yeah. it, made it the biggest. She's the one them. that everybody wants to replicate the success of. Yeah, uh, she had a little bit of fame before that, but not really. Yeah. And then her dad. Like she was famous. Yes, yeah, famous for her dad and famous for uh, being Paris Hilton's you friend. Know, and the niece of Juice. Uncle Juice. Yeah. <laughs> That's your Uncle Juice. Your Uncle Juice is a good man. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I, and I fully support. Uh, do whatever sex the hell tapes. She, sex tapes, <laughs> nude photos on Instagram. I agree. Anything yeah. you want, because if you don't like that, you're a curmudgeon and you just don't like fun. Exactly. I can't disagree. Wait, no, no. I can't agree more. Why did I almost say I couldn't disagree more? Watch I can't agree more. Let people if, live their lives. If people want to live their lives, yeah. Who it's cares? like, And if you don't want to see a, a sex tape of whoever the next, you know, Kim Kardashian wannabe is. Screech. I didn't Screech actually do a porno because he's so hard up for money. And he ended up he ended up doing a little bit of jail time, Dustin Diamond. Yeah, I'm, I I did a show at E about it, but I'm, I I don't want to derail from the no 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 Kim that, Kardashian. Believe photo. me, we can always you know, don't show any photos of of Dustin Diamond, especially not from his porn. I went to a party in the Valley once where he had Ooh. been hired to do stand up, Screech, and you know the guy was just like, oh yeah, I just flew him out. It cost him like a couple grand, which you know I'm not going to spend a couple grand on Dustin Diamond for my party. This is a guy where it didn't matter. You know, it was like in it was near Universal. It was, you know, probably Studio City. And he's in the backyard. He does a couple of really uncomfortably unfunny jokes. And the relief of Dusted Diamond and all of us when the police came and told us, you know, you, you have to shut it down. You can't have the, uh, the microphones be this loud and all that. I guess the jokes wow. were really that bad. Yeah. So I was once at a party that Dustin Diamond was the entertainment that then got shut down, and he he took photos with people was mostly what he wow. did. Did you get one? I didn't. Uh, the line was too long. There was, do I get a picture with Screech, or do I try and get a beer before we get kicked off the property? It says he's worth half a million. Screech? Yeah, it says Dustin Diamond, uh, it's, his, it has decreased dramatically since sure. his past years. And as for this, t- as for today, he's only, uh, he has 500,000 in his disposal. Well, that's probably because, you know, he probably has some incriminating photos of Belding and, uh, Belding probably pays him, you know, monthly stipend. The crazy thing is that Screech was on that show, you know, long after the original cast, he stayed through like various generations of say by the bell. He didn't like invest once apparently, you know, and you'd think that you look like that. You should know, all right, this is kind of all I can really do in front of the camera is be Screech. You know, maybe maybe I'll invest in some real estate, things like that. You know, but no, not Screech. It's all right, though, because he's saved by the bell. But residuals? Do they make residuals? Well, after a certain point, the residuals get so small. Uh, uh, unless you're Seinfeld. Yeah, well, that yeah, that's different, though, because he owns the show. So oh. Jerry and Larry David own that show. I mean, they created it they're producers so but they're, everybody on the cast gets they still get something but okay. jerry and larry david get the bulk of it and the you know not to say that none of us would take michael richards or julie dreyfus's check much alone costanza's check we take all of them but no jerry makes a ton of money from that still because they just sold it to hulu within the last year or two so that's like another round of money but yeah as Things get rebroadcast, and I know because my wife gets residuals for the episode of Mad Men that she wrote. 
called Field Trip. If you want to download it, uh, I think that you know, like one cent of that might go to my wife one day. So, but uh, no, it just less and less as time goes on, and you know, it's the same thing for actors. Uh, and then when it's on cable, it's much less. I don't really know how it works. I, I, you know what? This would be a good question for the captain of our tomorrow, Kevin Undergar. I feel like he looks at all the angles and he just knows, like, all right, you should be getting this much money oh, yeah. through the first year, and then the second year it's going to be this much less, and then it'll be all dried up after four. Let's get Hollywood Dad on the phone. Career coach. <laughs> yeah, let's get, get, our, get him on the phone. Get yeah. our career coach on the, the phone. Uh, on our phone, because right now we have who do we have calling us? We had a telemarketer call we did. earlier. Yeah, woman the show, from the yellow pages. The show hasn't launched yet, so the calls have been telemarketers and whatnot. Anyway, so we talk about Dustin Diamond, but let's move to another one of the great minds of the 21st century. Miley Cyrus, yes. who um, made some enemies from fans of the new Fuller House TV show. Tell us about that, Ashley. Okay. Uh, so there was a picture that Miley Cyrus posted, and basically it's showing Jody Sweeten in not the sweetest positions, no pun intended. Yeah. This That's, of course, the middle sister. Stephanie uh, from Tanner. Stephanie Tanner. Full House. And now Fuller, Fuller House. Fuller House. Yeah. And... It looks like, I mean, I'm not going to say exactly where it's taken place, but it looks like it's some type of party where yeah. she's having a lot of fun. Yeah, and she had a lot of problems. She was very public. She talked to People Magazine. I right. think she actually had problems with meth, which, you know, the fact that you can still look like a person after having problems with meth. Like, you look at her now, she looks great. But, you know, usually when you have problems with meth, it, it, you're much rougher around the edges. So right. she obviously, she was very young at this time. And these pictures that Miley posted, I don't quite know how she has them. She must have been there. She must have, like, had these pictures. She was at the party. You know, so it's too bad that, you know, Jody didn't have a picture going the other way. Of course, Miley wouldn't care. If they, these pictures were of Miley Cyrus, she'd be like, oh, yeah, I really got wasted that night and just would roll with it. But, you know, Jody Sweden has this new show, the Fuller House show, you know, probably trying to have some kind of image out there in the public. And Miley, for no real reason, just kind of says, what was it? Hashtag, this is how I feel Current about Fuller House. Current mood, hashtag Fuller, Fuller House. Fuller House, yeah. Many fans are fi- have really found this uh, to be offensive because Jody did very publicly go through uh, addiction and alcohol abuse. And, you know, actually, I don't know if it was alcohol. You said it was It meth. was definitely, yeah, I remember hearing addiction, about how it was drug meth. addiction. Yeah. yeah. So, and she's now, look how great she's doing now. I mean, she's happy. She has had a full recovery and so, Fuller House got picked up for a second season. Yeah, exactly. And she's having Despite her first... every account that it's awful. You know, I didn't watch it. Oh, but... I think it's great. Okay, oh, see, so there great. you go. There I'm are... a real Full House no, fan. So that's, that's, it's actually great. That's what I think it I is. Cried I cried on the first episode. I didn't like Full House, so I'm not going to enjoy Fuller House. But for people who did like Full House, it should, yeah, that's what you need to do is you need to appeal to the people who like the original exactly. show. That's really all you need to get because so many people love that show. You want to talk about a show that was on in reruns. It's probably the same half hour Saved by the Bell and Full House, you know. Yeah. So no one, no wonder we put those stories back together. I mean, Miley did say she goes, you know, you know, it's not this is not shaming. It's just it's just showing off. I, what, what does the caption say? Can you scroll oh. down a little bit, Jared? Yeah, there's a. It just the. What you mean the current mood? Or, yeah, but then there was. Oh, she has one. quotes. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think that basically what she was saying. Were, it's all right. Yeah, it's fine. But she's she wasn't trying to. She she explained she wasn't trying to shame her in any way. She was just showing the pictures. She was just she, showing embarrassing pictures. Yeah. But Jody did come back and say, "I don't pay attention to negative stuff. I have so much good stuff going on in my life right now that I try not to pay attention." So. Well, then, you know what? Good for her, and let's yeah. not pay attention either. I just thought it was 
kind of shitty to take up out pictures like that because look all of us here you know i'm a little bit or maybe a lot older than some of you you know but even i still have pictures from you know we'd be back home the night before christmas you know uh after college while we're in college and we'd all be out in the bar back home and maybe people who shouldn't have made out publicly did and you know maybe you get some pictures of it you know, we probably all have things that people would be embarrassed by. But we don't go and post them on Instagram. You know, I mean, Ashley, you don't have to give it any specific examples, but I guarantee maybe even on your phone right now, mm-hmm. if you've had that phone long enough, you have stuff for friends that if you posted it, they would kill you. They would be so upset. Like, not necessarily this exact picture. Sadly, I don't, but I'm really okay. boring. Okay. But I bet Roxy has, you know, like entire hard drives of embarrassing photos. Not oh, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Miley, actually, I found the quote. Okay. It's important. I think we should probably... Since she does have 38.5 million followers. Yeah, hey, we we could use a few Miley followers. (laughs) Miley said, current mood, fuller house. Then she added, only you freaks take this as shaming. To me, it looks like Stephanie's having a fucking gay old time. (laughs) She called her Stephanie. But uh, back to the point about, you know, shaming people through old photos. Jared, there must be pictures that you hope no one ever actually posts, whether they're from college or post-college. There's plenty, uh, and uh, I, my online career started. That was when Facebook was just for right, college, sure. right at the beginning. Oh yeah. And so it was just meant for that. So in like 2004, 2005, that's all you had was just party photos, and right. I believe there are a few still on there. So maybe I should. Uh, delete them <laughs> well, yeah, today. because a lot of employers they do check your social media now, and you know if you don't put your social media on your resume, that probably makes them more inclined to you know. Do some dig deeping, uh, deep digging. No, we got to dig deeping. Dig deeping. Yeah, that's but, what's happening at this party. Which, at this which I think that's what Fairy Abraham's porn was called. But anyway, oh. <laughs> that's see, that's why we have the bell. This oh, for stuff like that. Man. But anyway, yeah, and you know, there. I just think it's not cool. But uh, what do our listeners think? Tweet us at Blatcast B L A D T C A S T. Let us know. And you know, if you have any embarrassing photos of any of us, uh, just go ahead and you can tweet them. You know, just hashtag. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, let's talk about uh, someone who is embarrassed by her photos for a completely different reason. And that's someone who I'm not a particularly strong fan of, and that's Lena Dunham. But this statement is something that I do appreciate from her because I always thought it was so hypocritical that she's all about, you know, being who you are and what you look like. And no one is more heavily airbrushed than she is. But uh, talk about what she recently said after a, uh, a photo of her appeared in a, I believe, a Spanish magazine. Mm-hmm. Yes. She said, something snapped when I saw that Spanish cover. Maybe it was the feeling of barely recognizing myself and then being told it was 100% me, but knowing it probably wasn't and studying the picture closely for clues. Maybe it was realizing that when an, it was an image I had at some point seen, approved, and most likely loved, but maybe, in fact, that I no longer understood what my own thought what my own thighs looked like, but I knew that I was done. Um, so basically, she's just saying that this picture was taken. Actually, the Spanish magazine actually did not. They found out did not actually Photoshop this. It was Photoshopped yeah, before they got it. They the got image. it from someone who took the photo and then they processed it in that way, and they posted the processed version of the photo. Yes. yes. So, but what she says now, and if you want to take a look at the photo, you can see it at blackass.com on the live version the camera version of this episode of blackcast which is in the studio for the tomorrow show which will be premiering live march 14th at the tomorrow show.com so you know look 
it's one thing that she's not being hypocritical about anymore. If it's like, you know, look, she looks the way she does and she gets the on-camera work she does because she looks that way, you know? If she was, you know, made up like this, then she's... It's weird because she's remarkable in the way that she is so ordinary. She's very plain-looking. She's not what girls on TV look like. And that's... I don't watch that show. But I I think that that's probably why it works because she's, you know, those girls on the show probably do have a friend who looks like her. So, it, you know, it would be a real group of girls. I can't... I, I can't stand her for other reasons. But... This is something I don't. I think it's good. So, what do you think, Ashley, about the photoshopping? You know, I mean, as somebody who does a lot of you know media red carpet and stuff, you deal with a lot of people who obviously get photoshopped all the time. Do you think that it's kind of one of those necessary evils because people want to see these celebrities, these A-listers, looking as good as they possibly can? I think in this case, it's not necessary. Yeah. I think in a lot of cases it is because a lot of these celebrities are known one part one aspect of what they're known for is their beauty and their or their flawless skin or or that they're a model or whatever it is. In her case she's not famous for wanting to look a certain way or trying to be pigeonholed into a stereotype of a girl that's a star of a show on HBO. She is completely 100% real even on the show. Um, I know you don't watch it like you had said yeah. you don't watch it. She is always naked i've seen her naked more than i've seen like myself naked (laughs) and she's so comfortable being in front of the camera (laughs) no she's and but the thing is it's one of my favorite shows if not my actual favorite show and she's one of my favorite actresses and i just love that she has no fear she just owns who she is and she goes out there and she's a voice for a lot of girls Uh, i mean somebody that doesn't want to just portray herself okay I'm going to be perfect looking in this camera angle and blah 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 no she's like I'm just going to say what's on my mind and I'm going to I'm going to you know I'm I'm going to stand up for girls that not aren't necessarily considered perfect right not every girl looks like Allison Williams exactly know. exactly who looked a lot Shame. different first season by the way in second season she looks great she does a lot of Pilates now she looks amazing she always had a Peter Pan vibe for some reason I don't know why <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, look, and I, I think that it's good that she has the the voice that she does. It's just, uh, I don't know. I think if she's an inspiration to people, this is one of those things that helps. This is kind of the point that I guess uh, Chloe Grace Moretz was making about Kim Kardashian. You know, yeah. people are inspired by you. And, you know, a, a, an older example of this would be, you know, Janine Garofalo, who was a you know, well-known stand-up comedian in the 90s. Love and she her. Wanted to be in, yes, but she lost a lot of weight so that she could get acting roles. And even she felt like a hypocrite for it. But it's like, yeah, well, that's what happens. You know, if you do you want to be she had to lose weight to be the funny best friend in that movie with Uma Thurman, uh, The Truth About Cats and Dogs. Yeah. You know, because even for that movie, she was like, well, you know, because the best friend usually looks like Kristen Ritter, who's actually really skinny. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's interesting. There's, uh, I don't know, a lot of double standards in this world. But yeah. uh you know, I'm glad you like the show is what I was going to say about girls because I know so many people that they hate watch it. And I'm like, if you hate it, why do you watch it? I love watching. No, it. if you love watch love it, that's watch great. It. I'm like, I don't have time to hate watch anything. I barely have time. And yes, it's because I have a seven month old son, yeah. but I barely have time to watch the shows I love. I don't have time to watch shows that I hate. You but know? think about it, too. It would be so 
ridiculous if she didn't come out and say this because we all see her naked if we watch the show. So we all know exactly what yeah, she really looks like. Yeah, that she doesn't look so like the girl on the Spanish own magazine. It. Yeah. You're like, guys, you just saw my vagina yesterday. Yeah. Like, clearly, this is not my vagina. <laughs> like, we all know that. Like, so she's obvious. You know, I think I respect her so much more for doing that, and she's not going to allow any images to be photoshopped of her ever. But she does. She's she's a self-proclaimed. She's a ham. She loves getting pictures yeah. taken. And well, so we've all we've all seen her hand many times, but yeah. uh, you know. And look, I know she's uh, going through a health problem right now, and just because I don't like someone in the public eye, I don't I don't want anything bad to happen to them. But uh, hopefully, she's uh, you know doing better and able to be unphotoshopped on the cover of magazine soon. Uh, we've uh, pretty much run out of time. I want to get to one final story here, and it is actually about uh, the woman who was accused of smuggling. Half a pound of cocaine in her vagina. Yes. Uh, do you remember this story, Ashley? It was one that we had kind of traded here at the Tomorrow Show a couple weeks ago. I do, I do. Yeah, and I love the first line of the story. This is the wrong type of carry-on luggage. So a 24-year-old woman tried to smuggle a half a pound of cocaine in her vagina. Now, you hear those stories about people who smuggle you know, condoms filled with heroin or whatever, and they stuff them up their ass, you know, just they try to make a little bit of money. And then, of course, you know, one of the condoms bursts and they overdose and they die. It's terrible, terrible things that people do to try and make a little bit of money. Uh, what were your thoughts when you heard this story? Be- uh, my first thought, honestly. Yeah. She does a lot of Kegels. <laughs> yeah. She's got a strong vagina. And Very I'm strong. Reminded, my second thought yes. was Larry David. You know what? That gets one of that gets a couple. Curb of your enthusiasm. Yeah. Do you remember the episode where she, the the lady steals a baseball? Oh. And she puts it up her vagina. Yes. Yeah. And they have like the, she has like a wide vagina. And they do this wide <laughs> vagina thing. That was my second thought. Yeah. My third thought was, I mean, why is it shaped like an egg? Yeah. I don't we, understand. I, I guess because, I mean, look, you know, there's there's, I look, I don't have one, but. I do understand that, you know, there's some room in there because, you know, a human can come out. <laughs> yeah, but it comes right out. It doesn't sit there no, and hang out. No, it doesn't sit there, yeah. The but that's what I'm saying. It's like I could see how, you know, a woman might think that something could go up in there. But I'm not surprised that she got caught, you know? It's just gross that we could see the actual thing that was in her vagina. It's yeah. like, I hope they cleaned it first. Uh, <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, oh, I hope Jared. They did. Well... Jared Aboyan is what is it? Uh, no, Jared. Jared at Jared at, thir- Jared at thirty-one yeah, because yeah. Uh, you know a lot of the uh, supporting cast on the Tomorrow Show are millennials, and then there's me as the guy who's only a little bit younger than Kevin. You know, but uh, everybody's a millennial. But you know, Jared just kind of right in, right in the middle. You know, in his very early thirties. Always very honest. That's why we love Jared. Thank anyway, uh, the weight of uh, the powder, of the cocaine, was half a pound. An estimated street value of $10,000. That doesn't sound like enough. It's an expensive to, vagina. To stuff it. Yeah, but to stuff it up your vagina, I feel like it should be worth more than $10,000. I mean, look, $10,000 is great. If somebody wants to put $10,000 on this desk in front of me and let me keep it, I'm taking it. No matter where that $10,000 had been, if it had been up an ass, up a vagina, in an ear, that's fine. I'll take it. But... I don't if, know. It just seems like a lot of work. If you're the person, kind of person that will stuff cocaine in a balloon in your vagina, ten grand is probably pretty nice. Yeah. Well, she's being held on fifty thousand dollars bail. So Whoops. It's like she still needs another forty thousand. Yeah. To get so, out. so let's see what else she had up there. Let's see if she can out. possibly sell it. Yes. Anyway, on that note, we've uh, come to the end of another black cast. Uh, we appreciate 
our friend Ashley Daniels on Twitter at Ashley Daniels. Yes. On Instagram at Miss Ashley Miss Daniels. Ashley Daniels. And Periscope's Ashley Daniels. Periscope yeah. is Ashley Daniels. In the booth, Jared at 31, Jared Gilkerson at Gilkerson Radio. And of course, I am Christian Blatt on Twitter at Christian DMZ. As always, you can go to blattcast.com for a limited time. You'll see a video version of this episode. And you can also go to thetomorrowshow.com, March 14th, and every Monday and Thursday thereafter, brand new episodes of The Tomorrow Show. We will see you next time on the Blackcast. Cast.